This is a Legacy of Laughs comedy from the golden age of radio, brought to you by RelicRadio.com. Broadcasting Company brings you transcribed from Hollywood, the Martin and Lewis Show. Our guest tonight is Victor Moore, and featuring Flo McMichael, Sheldon Leonard, Ben Alexander, Dick Stabile, and his orchestra, and starring Dean Martin. You sigh, the song begins. You speak, and I hear violins. It's magic. And Jerry Lewis. Yes, it was magic. That night on a back porch. When you smiled, I heard violins. When you kissed me, I heard angel voices. When your father came out, I heard all over. <laughs> well, last week, Dean and Jerry opened an engagement at Ciro's Nightclub in Hollywood. And business has been sensational. That started them thinking. And now we find them entangled in a scheme to buy a nightclub of their own. It all started when they were having breakfast in their apartment the other morning. I don't feel so well. I think maybe something's wrong with me. Working hard, doing two shows every night. You should take better care of yourself. Soapy, what brings you all the way over from next door at this time of the day? Well, I uh, just wanted to grab a gander at the sporting pages. You know, I had a bad break this morning. My, my neighbor on the other side of the hall, he got up early and he beat me to his paper. <laughs> Why are you always so interested in the newspaper first thing in the morning, Soapy? Well, I always like to check on my investments, you know. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, 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 there it is. I had, I had Black Shady in the first of Tan Fran yesterday. Paid 24 to 2. Uh-huh. Hey, look, I had the winner in the third, the fifth, and the seventh races, too. And look, the Dodgers win for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I had a fin on the Green Panther in the wrestling at the stadium. Yes, sir. <laughs> How'd you come out on the day, Soapy? Lose 18 bucks. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, look, here's your pictures in the papers. Now appearing at Ciro's, it says. Hey, you know, you boys, you do a great act. I caught you open at night. Oh, were you at Ciro's opening night? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, where, where were you sitting? I had a very cheap table. It was in no man's land. <laughs> no man's land? Yeah, yeah. The table between Hedda and Luella. <laughs> Big prizes and Miss Hopper gave us some very nice reviews, and it's helped a lot. Every night, the people are packed in like caviar. Jerry, like sardines. At other clubs, yes, but at Ciro's, they're packed in like caviar. <laughs> You're drawing crowds that big every night, hey? You know something? That gives me an idea. What are you going to do when you finish your engagement there? Oh, we're going to take a little vacation. I want to go to Palm Springs. Jerry, the vacation idea is all right, but Palm Springs is a winter resort. It's too hot there now. It's at least 120 degrees in the shade. Oh, that's all right. We'll stay out in the sun. <laughs> we'll stay out in the sun. That was a swifty. <laughs> hey, listen to me, listen. You boys won't want to go away anywhere when you hear this sensational idea of mine. Ah, oh, no, Sophie. You don't get a penny out of us. 
Now, wait a minute, my boy. Courage. Where would Robert Fulton be today if he had been afraid to say those magic words, let him eat cake? Huh? <laughs> remember that? Remember just before he took off with Kitty Hawks? Remember? You know, you sound like you learned history from a wet reader's digest. <laughs> Seems too smart for you, Soapy. You'll never outsmart him. Oh, you think so, eh? Yeah. You better talk to me. <laughs> That's an excellent suggestion. Now, Jerry, my boy, how would you like to own your own nightclub, eh? My own nightclub? Yeah. Oh, boy. Imagine me with a big nightclub right in Hollywood. You see, you boys are drawing a lot of cash customers into that Cyro's joint for the guy that owns the place. <laughs> What you ought to do is you ought to own your own nightclub. We're doing all right, Soapy. Oh, yeah, sure you are. But when you own your own nightclub, you see, you do your own act in it, and the whole thing belongs to you. Now, look, I'll show you. Say that Sam, your bartender, say he takes in $1,000. Now, who pockets the dough? We do. No, no. Sam does. He's my brother. <laughs> Boys, you got it all wrong. You see, at the end of the day, you open the cash register, and then I figure out how to divide the profits. Oh, no. I'm going to take half. And I'm going to take the other half. Hey, wait a minute. You boys are leaving me out in the cold. Go sleep with Sam. <laughs> well, I'll admit that I, I'd like to be in business for myself, Sophie, but uh, how could Jerry and I ever own a nightclub? Well, now, I happen to know of a nice little club that you could lease real cheap. Four thousand bucks. Gee... That's one of them. Keep going, kid. Just three more G's and you're an escort. <laughs> so, how do you figure it'll cost us $4,000 to get a lease on this little club you have in mind? Well, I'll tell you. There's, uh, there's let's see, there's 250 for fixtures and there's uh, 250 for supplies. There's 500 for rental and, uh, and there's um, 3000 bucks for goodwill. 3000 for goodwill? Yeah, he's a cousin of good Sam. <laughs> Think of it, kid. I can see that sign out front now. The sign that says the Martin and Lewis Club, huh? Well, I am supplying the brains. It's up to you to get the money. Okay, Soapy. We'll try to raise the cash somehow. That's the spirit. Let me know how you make out. I'll see you later. Gee, Dean, I'm surprised you went for Soapy's idea so fast. I didn't go for it at first, but uh, if we could get the money, it's worth looking into. Yeah. Gee, a nightclub of our very own. Huh? Come in. Uh, who is it? It's me. Oh, it's Florence, our secretary. How are you, Florence? Oh, I'm fine. I put in your fan mail. Here's 412 letters for you, Mr. Martin, and Mr. Lewis. Yes? Here's your letter. <laughs> Only one letter for me. And Dean gets 412. See, every day this happens. Dean gets 412 letters and I get one. Well? Well, I'm getting sick of it, do you hear? Sick, sick, sick. <laughs> hey, Florence, what would you say if I told you that Sophie's got a deal where Dean and I will own a nightclub? Oh, that'd be wonderful. But where do I fit in? I couldn't be your secretary anymore. Well, maybe you could do something else. Maybe you could be the cigarette girl. Oh, I couldn't be a cigarette girl. I don't smoke. Fine. <laughs> you don't have to smoke. You just sell the smokes to customers. And just think, 
You could wear an abbreviated costume. Oh, no. Florence McMichael doesn't walk around in any abbreviated costume. Why not? I don't want people to see my initials. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Florence, you can wear any costume you want. I wonder if I could really sell cigarettes. Let's see, how does that slogan go again? Call for Max Morris. <laughs> Call for Max Morris. Max Morris? Yeah, he's a nephew with Sam. Lord, <laughs> you don't seem to understand what we're talking about at all. Well, I don't know much about nightclubs. I've only been to one in my whole life. Really? What one was that? Quarantine Gardens? Macombo? No. It was that other one. Flapsy Messies. Flapsy Messies? (laughs) Florence, it's not Flapsy Messies. (laughs) It's Sloppy Messies. I'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Look, where do people go when they need money? To a loan company. Hey, that's not a bad idea, Jerry. I'll tell you what. You look up the address of the nearest loan company, and meanwhile, I'll just run over one of the songs I'm going to sing tonight at Sears. How's that? Oh, that would be just cardinal. Sing it, man. Where are you now that I need you? Now that I want you so badly, I could cry. Where are you? Where did fate lead you? Funny how I dreamed you'd still be standing by. I had you at my beck and call. I called you any time at all I guess it took too much for granted I never thought I'd lie awake and sigh Where are you now that I need you Now that I love you so madly I could die I had you at my beck and call I called you any time at all I guess it took too much for granted I never thought I'd lie awake And sigh, where are you? Now that I need you Now that I love you So man, where I You know, Jerry, I hope we can swing this deal. I've sort of fallen in love with the idea of owning our own nightclub, being our own bosses, and working for ourselves. Yeah, me too. I can hardly wait to get started. Well... Here's the loan company office. The confidential loan company. Let's go in. Uh, pardon me, mister. 
Are you connected with the confidential loan company? That's right. Come right into my private office. Look, mister, we're Martin and Lewis. Oh, yes. I saw your picture in Quick Magazine. You're the pixelated pair. <laughs> well, that's right. Let me handle this, Dean. Look, mister, I'll come right to the point. I'm Jerry Lewis, the comedian, so let's snap it right up. What do you say? I'll just take $4,000. <laughs> well, let's see. Anything of value in the way of assets? Well, I got a life insurance policy for $1,000. How much premium do you pay? $1,000 a year. Jerry, you pay $1,000 a year for $1,000 worth of life insurance? Yeah. See, you're in a tough spot. You lose money if you die and you can't afford to go on living. <laughs> I'm afraid your insurance isn't worth very much. Tell you what, why don't you take out a note for the money and get a co-signer to guarantee it for you? A who-signer? A co-signer. Do you happen to know a respectable party? No, but I can take you to one tonight where they play spin the bottle. <laughs> I'm sure you won't have any trouble finding somebody. Look, my files are full of co-signed notes. Here's one co-signed by the Second National Bank. Here's another co-signed by Victor Moore. And here's I another... I get the idea, mister. Thanks a lot. I think I know where I can get a co-signer. Come on, Dean. So long. Jerry, what was the idea of rushing me out of there? Didn't you hear him, Dean? He said Victor Moore co-signed one of those notes. What about it? Well, he's an actor. He's in show business. I bet he'll help us out. Yeah, it might work at that, Jerry. Come on, we can't lose anything by uh, going to see him. Yes, come in. Uh, Mr. Moore? Yes, I'm Victor Moore. Say, will you excuse me a moment? I'm on the telephone. Well, sure. Go right ahead. And, uh, James, uh, call the laundry and tell them to put more starch in my union suit next week. <laughs> I fell down three times this morning before I found out what was wrong. <laughs> and be sure to tell the cook to boil my breakfast egg tomorrow a full three minutes. That's all. Goodbye. Gee, you're very particular about your food, aren't you, Mr. Moore? I have to be. Our eggs here are so fresh that when the cook doesn't boil them long enough, it's nip and tuck who eats who. <laughs> but enough of this small talk. Now, what do you fellas want? Well, I'm Dean Martin. This is my partner, Jerry Lewis, and we're trying to buy a nightclub, and we need help. Well, I sure hope you find some. <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me, I got Wait to go... Wait a minute, to... Mr. Moore. We thought that you might like to help a couple of young fellas in show business. Gee, didn't anyone ever help you when you were starting out? Well, yes. I was taught to play the trumpet by a friendly seal. <laughs> Oh, come on, Mr. Moore. You must be kidding us. Yes, of course I was. I used that joke in Louisiana Purchase back in 1940. Maybe so, but I don't know much about show business back in those old days. <laughs> Please, Mr. Moore, I, I really didn't mean anything by that. All I meant was that you've been a big star for years. 
You were acting on a stage before I was even born. And just when will that be? (laughs) I didn't mean what I said either, Jerry. As a matter of fact, I've heard that you're a very funny comedian. Oh, I'm not half as funny as you are, Mr. Moore. Oh, Oh, yes, you are. Oh, no, I'm not. Well, maybe you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Try to be nice to a guy and he kills you. (laughs) Mr. Moore, the real reason we're here is to ask you to co-sign a note. You see, we're trying to raise $4,000 to buy a nightclub, and the man at the loan company said we have to get a co-signer. Oh, I'm afraid I couldn't do that. I wouldn't have anything to do with a nightclub. How long has it been since uh, you've been in a nightclub? Well, let's see. I guess it's about 1890 at the St. Louis World's Fair. (laughs) (laughs) They had the French can-can dances, but you boys are too young to hear about that. Uh, Mr. Moore, nightclubs are different today. Now, they're real nice places. Look, why don't you come over to Cyril's tonight and watch Jerry and me do our act? Oh, that'd keep me up past my bedtime. I don't think I'd be happy there. What? I don't... I don't think I'd be happy there. Yeah, I know what you mean. Can I say something, fellas? Look, Mr. Moore, I'm sorry if you don't like nightclubs, but after all, you want to be fair about this, don't you? Well, yes. Then it's all settled. You come down to Ciro's tonight at 9 o'clock and be our guest. And when you see how nice a nightclub is, you'll be glad to co-sign our note. Well, okay, Jerry. I'll see you at 9. Bye. Bye. a good idea I had getting you a job as a cigarette girl here at Ciro's. When we get our own club, you'll know all about it then. Florence? Hey, Florence! Come on out from behind the screen. You must have your cigarette girl costume on by now. Well, yeah, I have, but I'm bashful. This little fluffy ballet skirt is so short and I'm so skinny. Oh, well. Well, what do you think? Florence, you look great. Just like a real cigarette girl. Well, I think I look more like somebody stuck a pipe cleaner through a Dr. Scholl's foot pad. Ah, you look fine. You'll do great selling cigarettes, Florence. Well, I'll try, but I'm worried. What if I run into some drunk who's fallen on the floor? Oh, that's easy. Just tell him a lucky so he can feel his level best. (laughs) Tell him a lucky so he can feel his level best. (laughs) I'll be all right. Florence, I got to introduce Dean's song. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Zero's. Right now, I'd like to present that handsome young fella whose romantic voice has been thrilling the whole country lately. However, I have a sore throat tonight, so my partner Dean Martin will sing instead. Thank you, mighty Joe Young. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the number Jerry is going to let me sing is one I do in the Hal Wallace picture, My Friend Irma, called Just for Fun. 
close to the wall so I can plug in my heating pad. <laughs> How do you like nightclubs so far? I'm not very happy. It's so crowded in here, and the lights are so low it isn't safe. Well, what do you mean? I bent over to tie my shoe, and the lady at the next table started buttering me. <laughs> She thought I was an onion roll. You should complain. Yesterday, a guy tried to break me in half. He thought I was a breadstick. It's so stuffy. <laughs> the smoke is so thick, you could cut it with a knife. I know. And try a piece with ice cream on it. It's delicious. Well, I thank you boys for your invitation, but I don't think I'd better stay any longer. Oh, Mr. Moore, you can't go. You haven't co-signed our notes so we can buy the nightclub we told you about. Oh, I've decided I don't want anything to do with a nightclub. They haven't got anything that appeals to a vital red-blooded man like some French girls doing the can-can. The can-can? That would make a good opener. <laughs> you 
stay right here at the table, Mr. Moore, and I'll see that you meet a real French can-can dancer. Hey, Jerry, hey. How's it going? Oh, boy, am I glad to see you, Dean. Mr. Moore wants to go home. You better go over to the table and talk to him. I gotta find someone for him. Okay, now, hurry back. Where am I gonna find a French can-can dancer? This would happen on a one night I didn't wear my DVDs with the ruffles. <laughs> French can-can girl. French can-can girl. Cigarettes call for Max Morris. Florence. Hey, Florence. We're on a spot and you gotta help us. You have to pretend you're a French girl. Oh, I couldn't do that, Mr. Lewis. Oh, it'll be easy to fool Mr. Moore. All you have to know are a few French words like, um, uh, we, we miss your, um, Crepe Suzette and, um, General de Gaulle. <laughs> J- just those few. We, we miss your Crepe Suzette, General de Gaulle. Just those few. Just those few. Come on now and I'll introduce you to Mr. Moore. Uh, uh, pardon me, Dean, uh, Mr. Moore. I'd like to present a very charming friend of mine. Uh, you've heard of Madame Pompadour? Oh, yes, yes, of course. Well, meet Mademoiselle Crewcut. <laughs> well, of course, uh, of course we call her Mimi here at the club, Mr. Moore, and, and you know what? Mimi is just crazy about older men. Ah, I kiss your hand, Mademoiselle. Uh, Mimi, can you imagine the boys here think I'm an older man? Oui, oui, monsieur. <laughs> well, don't say that, Mimi. I may not be a youngster anymore, but you've got to admit I'm built like a... Like a... Great Suzette. <laughs> ah, Mimi, Mimi, you're so lovely. Your eyes, your lips, your figure. You know what you remind me of? General de Gaulle. <laughs> come, come, sit close to me, Cherie. There, now run your fingers through my hair. Just those few. <laughs> Just those few? General de Gaulle. Oui, oui, monsieur. Darling, je vous aime beaucoup. Ini, mini, mini, well, Mr. Moore, uh, do you like nightclubs a little better now? Yeah, you bet. I'm really living. Oh, pack up my parachute, Mother. I'm flying tonight. Florence, <laughs> <laughs> sn- snuggle up to him a little closer. Florence, I thought you said her name was... Mimi. General de Gaulle. Mimi. Stop that. Why did you call this girl Florence? Mimi, I think he's on to you. <laughs> oh, it's no use, Jerry. Mr. Moore knows Florence isn't really a French girl. Of course, I was on to it all the time. I knew you had invited me down here to get me to sign that note. But you worked so hard to make me happy, you even tried to get a can-can girl. I decided you're a good risk, after all. You, you, you mean you'll sign a note for us? Yes, on one condition. Florence, you'll have to let me drive you home tonight. Drive me home? That's right. How about it? Dum, 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 dum. Okay, boys, give me that note. I'll co-sign it. There. Well, come on, Florence. I'm right with you. Oh, Mother, you better hurry with that parachute. I'm falling fast. <laughs> Bye, Mr. Moore. And thanks for everything. 
Gee, Dean, isn't it wonderful now we can borrow $4,000 and have our own nightclub? Yeah, no more working for somebody else. Every night we'll take the profits and divide them evenly. 60-40. 60-40? What happened to 50-50? Jerry, you don't even understand simple arithmetic. Look, how much is 50-50? hundred. How much is 60-40? A hundred. See, it comes out the same. <laughs> Not so silly. For a minute there, I thought you were trying to jip me. <laughs> Good night. See you next week. Good night, Mom and Dad. Well, the Martin Lewis Show, transcribed in Hollywood, is produced by Robert L. Redd and written by Ray Allen and Dick McKnight with Cy Rose and Mort Locke. Next week, our guest will be Billy Burke. This is Ben Alexander, suggesting you tune in to your NBC station each Tuesday evening at the same time for the Martin and Lewis Show. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. That's it for this time, but there's always more old-time radio at relicradio.com. Thousands of episodes of every variety offered for free, thanks to you, the listeners. If you'd like to help support this and all of the shows, please visit donate.relicradio.com or visit the website and click on the Donate button for more information. Thanks for joining me today. I'll be back soon with another installment of A Legacy of Laughs.